0: Taste it Hey what's on your plate? Is it good, is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit Sit down down with with the Unbuja Fude When you're cooking at home. Wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit Sit down down with with the unbuja food. cities this is wesley wright your unbougie foodie along with my special guest good morning everybody <laughs> or co-host i'm not sure what to say what to i know
1: I'm um, that, yeah. that's on me my my co-host status has unfortunately been revoked due to my own scheduling conflict mm-hmm. but hey you know finals wait for no man I've been I've been really hunkered down and studying, but finals are over now, so I can take a breather.
0: Yeah. So he's back. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for tuning in uh, and joining us this morning on the Unbougie Foodie. As you know, the Unbougie Foodie is a food show, so we are going to be talking about food, but we want to invite you to also join in on the conversation. Uh, So, first and foremost, the phone number to reach us here at the radio station is 651 200 3479. Again, 651 200 3479. And, you know, we also have social media that we'd like to invite you to, you know, follow us on and just take a look and see what we've been, what I've been doing. and maybe in the future, what he's going to be doing, maybe. I don't know. Uh, a work
1: in progress. I want uh, my, my end of things to be a l- little bit more. Uh, more l-
0: back in the house, sort of. Sort yeah, of.
1: a little bit. So um, you can follow me there at The UnBougie Junior. If you have any uh, show ideas or just topics that you want to hear us talk about, you can hit me up there and we'll, we'll try to integrate it.
0: Exactly. For myself on Facebook, it is uh, The UnBougie Foodie. Uh, on Instagram, it is the underscore un-bougie foodie, And then Twitter is at foodie. Um, l- likewise, I would like to invite you to also visit my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Um, you'll see articles that I've written. Um, I don't know. Do we need to, I mean, I, I think there's an article that I, I probably could touch on now that you're here and we could kind of like talk about that. Um because you had some things to say about that, too. So it was was good things, I'm just saying. Uh, But this morning, you know, the compartmentalizing. Um, But this morning, we are going to be talking about a few things. Um, I recently, I'm just going to jump right in. (laughs) So, again, I'm going to invite you to, if you have a viewpoint on this, (laughs) I really want to hear it uh the telephone number to reach us is 651 200 i recently did a dish it was a i i would say it is just a pasta dish uh i thought it was a great pasta dish nephew i don't know what you think it was I mean, delicious he had three plates, or two plates, or I don't something know about like all that. that. You did.
1: I don't count how much I eat in plates. I count how much okay, is left servings. in the pot when I'm done.
0: Mm, well, mm. Uh, okay. Anyway, needless to say, I put took a picture of it and put it on Facebook, and someone was like, "Oh, yay! That looks like a wonderful hot dish." I was like, what, what, it, it, "But it's not a hot dish. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't put tater tots in it." Okay, so you have to understand I'm a person that comes from the West Coast Plus, you know, coming from a Caribbean Having, not coming from, but having a Caribbean background um, I, Coming to the Midwest and having something called hot dish I was like, I, I don't know what that is <laughs> I mean, it really took a, a few friends to sit me down and Ones that created it uh, supposedly, and showed me what it was, and I was like, um, "Okay, this is different." I've never, I've, ne- I didn't have anything. We didn't have. Did you oh, I'm me? about to say, I'm, I'm with you 100. i like, we I'm, didn't have anything. for me, there was nothing. It, now, folks might say, "Oh, that's you know." Some folks might refer to it as a casserole. I'm like, no, that's not the type of casserole that I've seen before, either. Um, but I, and so that's kind of where this it's going to be a brief discussion but it just I want to hear your opinions and I want to hear my nephew's opinions too about it you probably won't have that many because we haven't really experienced anything like that but uh yeah what is the difference between a hot dish a casserole uh, i mean
1: no let's leave it there let's keep it real binary simplify yeah. things what's the difference uh, between a hot dish and a casserole. I, I wasn't aware that this was a point of contention, but it's caused much controversy out here in these streets.
0: Well, I mean, so we're gonna just... let
1: we're gonna let the community be the the tiebreaker. We're gonna let them be the arbiter of what it is. So, right. I mean, so I, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna set this poll up right now. You guys can vote, and next show we're gonna see what the results are looking
0: like. I I would love to find that out because at this point it's like I. I I'm not saying that I am not willing to experience it or whatever. I mean, and I, I think I have had it before. Um, you know, they I'm going to use people's names. So there's a young lady by the name of Kelly and anyway, you know, she's made hot dish before or tater tot hot dish, I suppose. Um, but that, So I know we said you're going to keep it binary. And what is the difference between a hot dish and casserole? Well, here within the state of Minnesota, there's sometime in the year in the past, they've had a, a hot dish contest. So it's like there could be a variety of different types of hot dishes. There's not, I guess, one type of hot dish that people would say, yeah, you know, this is... The hot dish, or this is what the original hot dish is supposed to be because there now are different iterations, things that pe- the ingredients that people use in it. And yeah, I, although folks, it, and see the people, the persons or person that actually referenced it and said that it was a hot dish, you know, I value their opinion because they are, they, they, they cook. They have been in the culinary world, or hello, they used to work at certain places, unfortunately, that are now closed. But, you know, I mean, I'm going to use people, and I won't use people's names, I'll use business names. William Sonoma. (laughs) And our circle of friends might know who exactly I'm talking about, but William Sonoma, uh, I don't know, Kitchen in the Market. (laughs) I know that's that's really telling right there, um, but you know, again, I value their opinion. But at the same time, I'm like, um, I I I have to agree to disagree because that's not even someone else that has been in the culinary world called my dish uh, a casserole, and I'm like, but you know better, I think. Because that's not a casserole. I mean, you clearly saw that I had it in a cast iron pan, frying pan. Um, And that's not to say that you can't put that in the oven with all your stuff and put it in there and make a casserole or whatever because it's not a casserole dish or I don't know. But I didn't put anything we were discussing as we were coming here. I didn't put any type of binding agent or anything. You know, the only sauce that I put... And, okay, I'll tell you all the ingredients, and you tell me if you think it sounds like a casserole or whatever. I mean, I sauteed mushrooms, onions, scallions, uh, garlic, um, and then in, you know, after, not really caramelizing those, but then just, you know, again, um, uh, what is, oh boy, sauteing them, that's what I'm trying to say, I added in shrimp, and then, um you know I put you know pasta or started preparing the pasta so you know water to boil and whatnot and i used penny pasta so while the cook while the shrimp you know everything was on low the shrimp was cooking and everything i added uh diced tomatoes and of course there's juice from the you know from the diced tomatoes i kind of used that um did season it a bit salt and pepper um And that's pretty much it. I mean, I did add later on uh, some cherry tomatoes, you know, uh, sliced them in half and then added them after I put the pasta and just stirred it up. You know, that's really, and I know I'm kind of simplifying it right now, but um, yeah, that's it's, there's nothing (laughs) to say that it was a casserole. Everything was on the (laughs) stovetop. So I don't know. It it just seems odd to me that someone would say, "Oh, that's you know, it's a hot dish," or unless, again, not being aware of what a hot dish is, maybe yeah,
1: maybe that's where I'm kind of coming from. Like, I can't really have a firm opinion about that because I'm not familiar with hot dishes at all. So, I I, maybe somebody can school me.
0: Uh, mm, well. It's my food so I'm not going to call it a hot dish Well then
1: there you go You know what he has spoken
0: I, I mean I'm not trying to take A stance of I don't know It's It just seems really odd to me That you know you clearly look at something And you're like that's not a Hot dish I, I mean From what everyone describes to me And what I see in pictures and, and what not Hot dish does not look like that It has some type of tater tots or something. I don't know. Y'all tell me, please, (laughs) because I want to know. I don't want to be out here, as my nephew would say, in these streets, uh, not knowing stuff, especially when it comes down to food. Sorry. And, you know, I try to be very knowledgeable when it comes down to the different types of foods and and so forth. So this is it's very odd to it's very odd. Someone would say, "Oh yeah, that's a, that's a hot dish." No, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it it's weird to me. Anyway, again, I really want to just give you all an opportunity to chime in on this conversation. Uh, even if it's later on, you know, I could jump back to it, or we could jump back to it. But please feel free to, you know, I would love to find out your opinion. And even those that are listening online. Uh, so I can't leave you all out as well. So one, I want to appreciate you for listening um, online, whether it be through uh, TuneIn, um, you know, app, through the TuneIn app on your phone or maybe your mobile device, but also uh, on the website. Um, so, you know, if you're on www.tunein.com, uh, you could always go and search for WEQY and listen to my show as well as others. Right. <laughs> uh, that are being hosted uh, by WEQY here in Saint Paul, but first and foremost, the Unboozy Foodie Show. You need to listen to that. You know, uh, every Saturday morning at ten o'clock, 10 o'clock uh, Central Time. So wherever you are in the nation, adjust your time schedule. <laughs> uh, but clearly, no matter where you know, even if you are online, feel free to tune in. You can call in. And make sure that you know. I want to hear your opinion. I really, really do. Uh, if there is a chef or something that feels like, hey, you know, I I have a quite a bit of knowledge in regards to this. I want to share that. What are you looking at? Is that a? Oh, okay. What are you? What are you thinking?
1: Huh? No, I'm just. Uh, I'm in the process of setting these pictures up so I can post them on the on the Twitter feed okay. so you guys can take a look and, and judge for
0: exactly and. That folks see is like, is that really? That's not a hot dish. <laughs> sorry, it's kind of. Why kinda are you funny. trying to cause drama already? I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm really not. But yeah, sorry, it's not a hot dish, y'all. Uh, I love whoever commented on it. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. But it's not a hot dish. <laughs> I'll leave it like that. <laughs> leave it like that. Uh, you know, our next subject we are we're such in a time of it's a weird time I mean with food yeah. here we have meat plants that are closing uh meat prices are rising in the in grocery stores certain restaurants you know are taking like meat products off of their menu um I saw what men uh I was gonna say Mandy's. Wendy's Wendy's yeah, I know. When yes, some Wendy's have taken meat, certain meat items, off of their menu. He's going into convulsions.
1: Just a little. I hadn't. Like I said, I've been kind of. I've been very tunnel vision, very uh black hole as of late. So I'm. I'm just kind of catching up on the news all at once right now. So I didn't hear about this.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that seems. You no, know, that's no. It's no joke. It. It's, oh no okay sorry um, I just happened to look online and uh, pity uh, Richard little Richard um, passed away today folks oh, or no. maybe yesterday I think I have to look at it so hopefully I'm sorry I know it's not about food and try to be uplifting and light and everything here but I just happened to scroll down in my timeline and I was like oh no oh no you know, there's so many things that are happening right now. Oh gosh, I, I feel the need to be talking about happier stuff. You know, I, my condolences to his family and everybody that loved him. Oh, that's a shame. Um, back to food though. Yeah, that's sad. Um, man <laughs> Throw you off your game a little bit just Cause, a, Yeah just a little You know I mean uh, He wasn't a person that was like Really influential for me or whatever I mean of course I knew his music And hello I grew, grew up with him To a certain extent But um, i just you know there are With so much going on right now It's, mm. just, it's just hard To you know see something else another celebrity or musician if you would uh, entertainer performer slash all of that um but yeah i want to go back to wendy's and um there's that with the article uh taking food off or taking meat off their yeah taking burgers off their menu i'm like what? Even, I was just kind of like what, and I understand, but it's just hmm. It, and I don't think it's any anywhere here I, I think of, but uh, let's see because of certain meat because of meat sor- shortages, and multiple places are actually talking about this. You know, uh, whether it be on the news in printed form. Um, yeah, on the television, I'm just going to name a few places like the t- Today Show. Not that I really, really like look to TMZ as a, a news organization. You know or whatever. What, At
1: this point, I'm it, just they saying, might as well be. They're,
0: they're, they bring,
1: they're ten for ten. Well, when it comes to the news, which well, I never yeah, thought I'd say, no, but or or,
0: or breaking news or in some. Way, shape, or fashion, right. but then you know, People Magazine, but then other articles as well, you know, that have talked about you know, Wendy's takes burgers off menu, you know, in some locations due to uh, meat sh- meat shortages. Excuse me, but um, yeah, it's 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 not the oddest thing, but we could see how the whole situation with COVID nineteen. What we're enduring, or hopefully we're enduring, all enduring, um, it's causing the effect, this this ripple effect uh, within the food community, and that's just one. You know, because that's meat. You know, there are certain places that you know they still are able to continue on because you know they're they're what. They're plant-based, and but you, know, Wendy's, you know you you hear Wendy's, you think of burgers, mm. yeah, burgers, fries, a shake, you know, of course. I yeah. Uh, I, I mention that because along the lines of fruits, I mean of being i guess folks being vegan, vegetarian, whatever or being more plant-based and plant-focused there's this need of having access to to gardens or with community farms you know and the like and all the more so in the past uh, you know i you've heard me mention or talked about you know community you know farms uh urban you know farms in our in our own area you know even though we have not that many but other places have larger i don't know lots and so forth but that seems to be becoming more and more prevalent to what's needed right now because folks are talking about you know not having the ability to go to you know leaving their home to go to the grocery store or maybe there are certain things that they really want to purchase and it could just be vegetables having something nearby whether it even be in your own backyard uh is what people are really kind of like turning their attention to it might even be a small little i've seen some friends um maybe by by their deck. They probably have, I'd say, eight by 10, eight foot by 10 foot little space. And that seems kind of large, um, you know, to grow a few things, but some even smaller than that uh, that are saying, okay, these are herbs that I need. Um, if I want to have some tomatoes or uh, some, uh, some onions or, or, you know, celery, things like that, uh, that's what they're looking to do or that's what they're you know turning their attention to going out and figuring, OK, well, I, with this meat situation going on, we really have to turn our attention to eating things that are more where we're able to control it. Does that make sense?
1: No, definitely. something that's uh, a lot easier for a community exactly. to, to regulate. And just when you were reading uh, some of the sources that were talking about this story. And maybe for me, and I'm sure some of you um, else out there who probably are also maybe hearing this for the first time, um, it's definitely a in, indicative of how, how much more widespread or how much more serious, um, you know, this current situation is. Because when you hear about it on the news, after a while, it gets a little easier to kind of drown it out and just kind of go on with, you know, uh, how, however your life is going now but um just hearing like this big company is now having to make such a drastic cutback like you said when when you hear Wendy's you think burgers right so for someone that you would in your mind think of as having you know all these resources also having to make such a big cutback really just kind of drives home how serious the situation is so having options that are more community controlled is definitely uh the way to go to ensure that we all have what we need
0: exactly um, because we are in the, we're on the east side. You know, there are there are a number of community gardens. I, you know, if you have the ability, even if you're on your phone or any mobile device or even at your computer or something, I I just you know did it as well uh, to look at community gardens near me. And I I'm saying near me because you know I'm, you know in the Saint Paul area, you know kind of technically on the east side and and whatnot, but. I, I I'm interested in finding out where there one there is one that is near me, but specifically here in um, Dayton's Bluff, uh, nearby you know the radio station. It's let's see. There is one called um, da, 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 Urban Roots. Uh, urban Roots in Skidmore Park, um, Community Garden Share. Their organized youth group or youth garden. Uh, they grow fruits and vegetables, and it gives a great opportunity for neighborhood youths to get involved in their community. There are others that are, you know, very similar doing this, but you know, we're on the east side and we want to give people an opportunity on the east side to have the same experience. Um, you know, no knock at all to. Um, uh, to uh, other organizations that uh, you know work with youths to grow food um, it, you know so many uh, others uh, and see I'm embarrassed but the uh, the name escapes me one that's associated with breaking bread um, oh gosh I'll remember in a moment but there's one that I knew, I know of. That's uh, it was called City Kid, uh, City Kid Farms, where, I, at least, from what I remember, <laughs> it was along the Greenway uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, if you're familiar with uh, near the Wells Fargo campus um, along the Green Line, a uh, Green Greenway, I believe it's twenty eighth. I'd say, and maybe Fifth uh, is uh, specifically where it is. Uh, they had a, a wonderful little garden. You saw all the different um, vegetables that they were growing, and they would actually sell um, during the time, or at least the time that I was there at Wells Fargo. Um, they were having, uh, I guess you would call it their own little farmer's market. It mm-hmm. was you know it was available to really to anyone but during the time period of like uh i think it was like 11 to 2 or something during the day uh there was a group of young people along with you know some other uh mentors and and so forth what's that yes but there is another organization that's associated he was showing me breaking bread um but um if you look up grow food um yeah a uh, video <laughs> i can't i'm so embarrassed by it i cannot remember that anyway going back to um city kid farm or city kid farms um they had their own little um a uh, uh, farmer's market uh and they had sausages and you know bag they actually bagged all of their groceries and and sold them so it when i also noticed here about urban roots you know with youths um doing the similar it's just here more so uh on the east side um I, I thought i would just give them a shout out and you know let them know that you know they're they're doing a great job um i know they don't need me to tell you that but just if you're not familiar with with you know who they are and whatnot you know there is an organization here that gives you an opportunity within your own community as well uh to get for fresh fruits and vegetables uh interestingly enough too they also offer a csa program um and so we could talk about that maybe a little bit more but you know, i'm on their website so if you want to learn more about them it is urbanrootsmn.org uh and just some of the testimony by from you know youths that are participating in the organization you know one person uh, one young person says that I enjoyed working in six different gardens at Urban Roots. I'm proud of myself and uh, that I put in a lot of effort to make all of our gardens the best looking in town. Um, Another mentions that Urban Roots is a place where you feel included. It's a place where you feel welcome. It's a place where you feel like you're part of something big. Um, These are things that we actually need to see or need to, you know, actually be involved in. Uh, And you're probably wondering Okay where are they located They are on the east side The address is 463 And don't kill me folks I believe it is Mariah Although some folks might say Maria (laughs) But 463 Mariah Avenue you uh, are
1: bringing up all the controversial topics I
0: guess I am maybe I don't know Um Suite 207, St. Paul, Minnesota 55106 you know, They are a great organization I've known about them, as a matter of fact there is a chef that uh, that I'm familiar with, that works very closely with, there's probably more than one chef, but there's just one that I know specifically that she um, Chef Jamita Raspberry, she does quite a bit with um, Urban Roots, she collaborates and teaches uh, you know, offer, you know, cooking opportunities or demonstrations and so it's a great organization i just want to encourage you to to support them um as well Oh, uh, i'm i yeah i feel bad about that whole <laughs> i can't remember um oh gosh see I, now i have to go and look it up because <laughs> oh man appetite for change (laughs) AFC did you find it I was looking at it right now boo hiss (laughs) anyway Uh, I could not remember I I knew it was AFC but I was like what is it you know they're so close because when I remember first uh, this was some time ago it may have been when I first even started the show too where you know I heard these young people they were they were rapping. It, it was a good song. I'm sorry. It, it's 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 really catchy, and it's really cool because you know they are talking about their community, and just like I mentioned about urban roots and how um, there were young people that were giving their testimony about being a uh, a part of or participating in urban roots and what makes them feel, um, you know, taking pride in stuff Likewise, with um, with, you know, Appetite for Change in association with Breaking Bread, they were just out there and creating dishes and really expressing themselves. And what made it interesting is for me, is that here you have a group of young people or just an organization of young people that they want to do this. Um, they are creative enough. Uh, to create something like this, this song or this—it was a hip hop uh, or rap. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the Carlton of this duo here. No comment. <clears throat> Shush. Uh, but anyway, it was catchy, and literally, I remember it was—it was on my mind, and I mentioned it. They were probably already had it out there and everything, but it was just. It was it was encouraging to see there were young people that were really involved and interested in you know doing gardening, uh, seeing, working with their hands, and seeing their the output and the results. You know,
1: putting something positive. In yeah, community.
0: especially when after they harvest these foods, harvest these fruits, vegetables, and so forth. and Then they'll go in the kitchen, and of course they do have um, an um, I want to say a chef or or a person that is involved in the culinary uh, industry that will um, guide them along on most likely have a conversation. What would you like to create here? We have eggplant or squash or whatever. And then they would work together to curate this type of, you know, whether it be a dish um, or, you know, say whatever type of seasonings or however you want to prepare it. it it was just really really awesome and you know prior to actually coming here to twin cities or um, yeah really um and I hadn't really experienced anything like that or it's always been adults that are growing food that are in and yes there are parents that, 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 that I should clarify that that are involved in that such a forward focused way Where it is more so the children. Yes, you hear you have parents uh, that have a farm, and they're like, "Oh yeah, my kids are all, uh, you know, helping us along and everything." But here, it's almost like the children are at the forefront. The the adults are more of. We're just going to support you. Yeah, they're just kind
1: of there to help facilitate. And
0: guide work. them along, you know, to make sure that, you know, everything, whether it be because they were you know creating a business model, all of that. And, you know, when you're a young person, you don't really all these ideas in your head. Um, They're there, but you're like, OK, what do I do? How do I do it? Or, you know, it and becomes
1: difficult to turn that into something tangible.
0: Exactly. And to put it into motion, whereas you have an adult that. Is there, and they're like, okay, well, that seems like a good idea. Why don't we do this? What do you all think about this? Okay, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You know, was their involvement or how that, worked. and likewise, uh, like I said, I am not any taking anything away from Appetite uh, for Change, um, the organization, along with Breaking Bread, but also you know, Urban Roots and many others are doing that or at least involving young people to give them a sense of pride one in their community to uh, letting them learn to live off the land you know you give somebody some seeds and you know show them how to take care of uh, of a land and believe me it, it really does feel good when you know that there are some children that are over here and I know it seems corny I know it does but I still love it. Children are running to their parents. Mommy, mommy, look what I grew! You know, with a, you know, a head of lettuce or some cabbage, or you know, you know, know, pulling up carrots and seeing them. It started. It does start from an early age, and then it carries on. But if you, this whole thing of needing food or needing the ability to have access to food within our communities is really important, especially when right now. It just seems like we're having so much angst in the culinary world uh, with food processing plants being shut down because of this virus kind of running rampant among people. Um, I You know, turn your attention more to plant based things or dishes because we'll still be alive, mind you. Yeah, of course. Believe me I'm a protein person I love I, I'm a meat eater Admittedly um, But if They were to say okay well we're gonna There's gonna be a little bit of a It's gonna be a run on uh, A meat you know We might Hit a roadblock block with Some folks guess
1: I'll die then guys um, I'm Sorry. Whatever you'll
0: There was no meat in That dish that you had other than the shrimp
1: I suppose. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, she, but you participated in um, the consumption.
1: I did. I participated heavily.
0: <laughs> so it is possible. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it is possible. And if you have the accessibility to, you know, there's a community garden, you know, support them or reach out to them and find out what uh, programs that they have available. Yo. Like I mentioned, um, let's see, yeah, I believe Urban Roots has a CSA, and I'm going to find out a little bit more about them and get back to you all, provide you some information. Um, we've talked about CSAs in the past, um, but CSAs are a good way, especially if you, you. There are certain programs that you can, if you don't have a lot of money. And maybe don't have the opportunity uh, to you know grow the different, obtain the different types of vegetables and so forth that you might think would be interesting for your family to try out. A CSA is a great way, uh, you want to support a farm uh, or an organization um, of youths that you know are trying to build up their community. definitely is how definitely helps you to be more plant-based that's for sure because if you don't want to waste food (laughs) fruits and vegetables um you're gonna find all these different types of ways to to cook stuff (laughs) uh really you know and sometimes it's just you gotta look in your your refrigerator and figure out okay what do i have um what's something quick uh okay i got maybe i don't feel like having any type of meat or unfreezing or thawing i should say that's a frozen piece of chicken or whatever protein it is in you know my freezer but hey the vegetables are there and maybe i could throw something else up in there and you never know uh having a csa or just having the access to these vegetables and so forth you'll come up with you'll come up with something honestly sometimes you don't even have to use a recipe you're just like oh that might those combination of that vegetable and this vegetable sounds pretty good uh why don't we do that (laughs) you know um i'm gonna throw somebody under the bus right now really bad yeah i am
1: well go ahead spill
0: so nephew oh
1: it was me yeah (laughs) Yeah, well, I walked right into that one, people. You mm-hmm. he heard it
0: mm-hmm. exactly. Um, yeah, so one day soon, I, I'm putting this publicly out there because it's oh. only been a discussion, yeah, uh huh. It's only been a discussion between he and I, and maybe one other person my my sister, his aunt. Well, logically, if that makes sense, sorry. Um <laughs> Uh when you gonna kinda like look in the refrigerator and just kinda like whip something up (laughs) You don't have to answer that question. It's just but I do though. I'm putting literally asked me on air. I'm putting it out there so that folks would be like, Yeah, that's right. You're the unboozy junior. So what do you unboozy foodie junior? Um what are you gonna do? When are you gonna post some stuff?
1: (laughs) Wow. You guys can't see him, but he's literally mouth. wink, wink, nod, nodding at me. <laughs> um, soon. Mm, interesting. And I know that's super vague, mm. so I'll, I'll, I'll uh, let's say within the next week.
0: And this is going to be a meal for the the two of us. It will not be just for you.
1: Hold up, why you say it like that? <sighs> Anyway Mm -hmm. It'll be within the next week So if he stars before then I guess you can blame me
0: Yeah pretty much Pretty much (laughs) I'm just saying uh,
1: You think you know a guy
0: Well hey When someone says that Oh well I don't really know how to cook Then you find out otherwise Again you think you know a guy There goes the big yellow bus. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, I, again, we really do appreciate you all just kind of like taking the time to sit down with us, Um, hear the banter, (laughs) the conversations. Um, Yeah, it's been. So if you have anything to want to add please feel free you know the telephone telephone lines are still open 651-200-3479 651-200-3479 there is um, one other thing you know I had better not have left it i'm going to be mad no i didn't i was like I'm looking for this book so okay There was a, uh, I guess, a a spice, uh, a seasoning, 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 that uh, I obtained, and I purchased, I won't say obtained, because the obtained makes it seem like, oh, well, yeah, I got it for free, someone sent me some samples, no, (laughs) sorry, let me clarify that, because, you know, I am not a moocher, I'm not. Uh, but it was 14 Spice. Uh, 14 Spice is the brainchild of um, Chef Mick German. Uh, German. And um, he was a chef at one point at Allery's Bar. And he's, I'm not sure where he is right now or what. Anyway. I know that he's been doing a number of different like pop-up, um, especially during this time period of the, we'll say the COVID. Uh, yeah, he's been doing collaborations with various individuals. Uh, uh, the owners, chef and owner of Bapping Kitchen. Um, they did uh, believe as like a slider, a wing and slider type of um, you know pop up at one point, um, just recently they did uh, a taco pop up uh, as well um, but again I gotta turn my attention back to that seasoning that he offered this seasoning man is so good and I'm not just saying that I've tried it on so many other things um, but admittedly after we I put it on stuff And then immediately it gets eaten So it's like there's no pictures to show I'm sorry
1: guys I didn't mean to
0: I wasn't pointing the finger at you I'm just saying even myself You know there are I've used already Because I purchased like three little uh, I think it's like two or four ounce bottles of the, or the containers of the spice or the seasoning it's called 14 spice y'all I not want to say spice it's it's a seasoning anyway this seasoning is so good on just so many so many things I love it uh, of course on chicken specifically chicken thighs uh mm, uh or with... Uh, yeah, I know what you want to say. You better not say it. Um,
1: I will not. This n- is a family show.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll throw a book at you. Um It will... It, it also is very good on, like, roasted vegetables or sautéed. Sautéed. Because th- that's how I had it. It's also good on roasted, but I had it on sautéed. Specifically, you know my love for Brussels sprouts. Ugh. So sauteed brussels sprouts you know some olive oil um and you really don't even have to add any other like salt and pepper or whatever along with the seasoning it's just add the seasoning but make sure that you're sauteing the brussels sprouts so if it means that you got to kind of like cut it up and, and and whatnot um to make it smaller so that it doesn't cook so long uh yeah anyway i say all of that because not only does he have that seasoning, but he also has a cookbook. Or, or okay, no, I won't say cookbook. Recipe book. Because it's more of a collaboration of friends, family, you know, that have taken pictures and, you know, used the, the seasoning and shown what they've actually done with you know, what they've prepared with you know the, the seasoning. That's pretty cool. And it's so i mean it's really cool but of course i i just happened to turn to one um you know when i first you know got this recipe book uh and you could definitely you know um uh, get in contact with him uh, crap the, um forgot the website already uh, it's probably very simple but we're going to talk i want to just mention about um this brussels sprout it's called drunken brussels sprouts uh, da, 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 the, uh, J- Jacob Nelson's drunken Brussels sprouts. And it's These recipes are really, really simple. And when you look at the pictures, um, uh, I mean, they're still really good. They're mouthwatering. It just, it's awesome. Very simple. Uh, The ingredients, Brussels sprouts, one and a half teaspoon or tablespoons of 14 spice, two tablespoons of butter, uh, three quarter cups of red wine and Parmesan cheese. And then, of course, you know, the instructions on on how to do that. Literally, the all of this, I think it takes uh, the preparation, maybe an hour or two only because you want it to marinate and you want it to go all the way through um, through the uh, for the brussels sprouts, which you know I would encourage cutting it rather you know than trying to just leave it because you know brussels sprouts are very kind of leafy hearty anyway. Um, but it caught my attention because I was like, see, this is one that I, I didn't do the red wine um, or the parmesan cheese. I just like kind of like my brussels sprouts with seasoning. And that's it. And so that's how I had mine. But but that was prior to even me knowing about this recipe book. Uh, literally, there are, I'd say, at least I don't know, maybe 50, 50 or 60 different type of recipes that are in this, you know, in this recipe book. And it's so cool because he gives um, you know props to each of these folks. And, you know, whether, again, friends, family. uh, But, yeah, I think you should check it out. At the beginning, um, you know, he shares a quote from Anthony Bourdain that says, you know, you learn a lot about someone when you share a meal together. And it's true. It really is. Definitely learn about it if they could cook. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But. But I'm just saying You know you really do get a chance to learn About um, About folks And as a matter of fact If you'd like You're welcome to utilize that book No I know what what I'm making Really? Okay well I'm gonna Leave that to you
1: Anybody who's listening to the the show Who knows me knows I'm a simple man What? I, I derive simple pleasures And so I'm going to make my favorite Again, mad simple But -hmm. He's going to enjoy it Okay
0: Well, so if you find out A little bit more about him uh, You can go to 14spice, so the number 14spice.com He's located in St. Paul, Minnesota By the way, so he's in The Yeah, he's he's, he's in the hood (laughs) He's in the neighborhood and clearly when you go onto the website, um, you know, there is a link for you to be able to get the recipe book. Uh just you'll uh, you'll see the menu up top, uh, and they're really inexpensive. You know, you could buy them online. Uh if you again there are there are, if you want to get the actual seasoning itself, there's also a link to that. But I'd say go to the recipe book. Um Page because then it also provides you with a link directly to you know 14 spice, um, the shakers. Um, there are two different sizes. Uh, there is, and I, I could have swore that they were like, yeah, you know, the two ounce sizes I thought were like the, the small, like, um, I don't know. I guess my my ounces were really off because I thought those were two ounces mm-hmm. but these two ounces it's like a, a nice it's okay a good example if you've ever been to Penzi's Spice yeah figure that size bottle you know if you're just buying kind of like I don't know if you're going there for maybe a sample that they give away which that reminds me I gotta do that start doing that um yeah it's that size bottle so that's a good amount I mean I just recently I'd say that dish the, the pasta dish with the shrimp and everything mm-hmm. is what I had some of that uh, in Okay. Uh, so it was involved it had I added it to that so I used just the last portion of that uh, this past Wednesday Tuesday Wednesday whatever whenever I did that dish um, that Wednesday yeah uh, but So it it does last you a while, even within the two ounce. So I I bought three, gave one away. And so I have another one that I'm about to crack open, but I'm feeling like I need to go off and get the 24 ounce, the big boy shaker. (laughs) Uh, And then just kind of put it on everything because it really is good. And mind you, this is not like a a paid advertisement. This is from my own personal (laughs) usage uh, and Yeah, I just, I really enjoy, I really enjoy the flavoring, the seasoning that this, that he put together. Uh, So shout out to, you know, Chef Mick German. Um, Yeah, this is, it's really good stuff. (laughs) I love that. He has a hashtag of um, (laughs) filthy good, food is love. Uh, I mean, it's two different hashtags, of course, but yeah. You you get what I'm saying. It's really it's really good stuff. Yeah, I I, I just wish uh, there are more things that I could put it on. There are so many more things. I feel I need to go get some more strawberries because that strawberry excuse me shrimp because there is a um, um they call it a spaghetti squash that I want to do and I I used a bottle of shrimp on the pasta dish one that people are calling a hot dish Um, on that and I was supposed to use half of the shrimp (laughs) to do the um, or save half of the shrimp that I put all in that dish uh, for the spaghetti squash and I really need to do this Um, but I feel like I need to go get some mushrooms and then pick up some more um, because I want to do kind of like not really a hash of that um and if i don't do the spaghetti squash i want to just do some spaghetti maybe angel no, not so much angel hair i don't i don't really do a lot of pasta but i just i feel like i want to just do something very simple so it would be possibly shrimp mushrooms i feel like i want to add something else i don't know if it's some type of snap peas or something like that and uh some pasta I, I don't know if it's spaghetti or linguine and then just you know drizzle it with some olive oil or some type of uh, mixture of olive oil and maybe uh, I think there's herb de provence that I have and some oh gosh oh what is that North Woods, which is a Penzi spice. it's It has its own little heat or, or a kick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my, my mind is just racing with stuff that I, I really want to do. And I'm talking like this only because even though we, last week I mentioned about, you know, we were talking about the list of different places that are doing curbside pickup. You're on a budget you can't really do curbside pickup all the time or maybe you could only you know budget yourself to one curbside pickup (laughs) per week or something um and yeah my budget last week was that one curbside pickup which we we yeah um i'm just gonna give a shout out to chimborasu Mm, because uh yeah that was really good last week saturday so anyway uh which i didn't talk about because I wasn't exactly sure if they were doing curbside and it just so happened that I figured out that they well, a friend told me that they were doing curbside and we happened to go there anyway, can't do curbside almost every day of the week you have to sit at home and figure out I have to make something I have to cook something so, um, yeah, that 14 spice that uh, forward uh, in the 14 spice uh, recipe book um, you know that uh, chef Mick kind of added from Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah, it applies to so many things. You know, can you cook? Uh, shouldn't it be better that you be cooking at home? Otherwise, you're going to go broke. Even though you want to be supportive, you know, of restaurants because you know they need our help as well, but. Uh, you gotta learn how to cook. Yeah, it's hard out here. Mm, in these streets.
1: You heard him, folks. You heard him.
0: <laughs> Ah, Too hilarious. Too hilarious. All right. Well, you know, we are coming down to the end of the show. As you could hear, it is a silence, which means that we are slowly uh, ending. Uh, I really want to thank you all so much for taking the time to sit down with us. Again, if you have questions comments or you want to add in or you know share your thoughts on you know the topics that we mentioned today you even though if you didn't call in you could still send me an email which is the at gmail.com and let us know what you think
1: mm-hmm. I have that poll set up at uh, the unbuji jr uh you you guys be the decision whether or not this is a hot dish, pasta yeah. dish, casserole, please. whatever the case is. Also give me a follow and uh hopefully don't make me look crazy. This is gonna be up for the week and we'll try and talk about it next week <laughs> on the show.
0: Awesome. Thank you, nephew, for being here. I appreciate it. And am bougie junior. Uh until next time people, thank you so much for tuning in. Um as always, please never let anyone tell you what type of foodie you to be, because you know, food is what defines us and makes us strong. Uh, until next time, stay safe. Sit down with the Unbougie foodie.